Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt continues now. This is the broadcast for January the 6th in the year of our Lord, 2024. This is our two of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property to promote God, family, and country on your radio. Now, the Epoch Times is marking the third anniversary of January 6th with a new documentary premiering tonight at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. It's the story of January 6th, the real story of January 6th, part two, The Long Road Home, ladies and gentlemen. It's a documentary. Uh, Anyway, um, I believe the government is gone rogue. They're guilty of, without evidence, clear intentional violations of due process for everybody. The Capitol Police now has been sued for $30 million for the murder of Ashley Babbitt. Aaron Babbitt, her widower, with the lawsuit backed by Judicial Watch. Yeah. Bottom line is the guy lied and made false radio reports after he murdered Ashley. Uh, he said he was taking fire a minute after and that he was going to have to fire back. Well, he lied. There were no shots fired against him or any of his officers. All right. Now, this is backed by. Uh, judicial watch in this lawsuit. So that's going on. Now, the Supreme Court agreeing to review Donald Trump's supposed attack on the um, Capitol. But it's, again, why the Supreme Court decide this? There is no evidence that Donald created an insurrection. There's plenty of evidence to the contrary. Donald sent out a tweet saying, go home, be peaceful. Donald, in his speech, said, go to the Capitol peacefully. Do those things, right? Anyway, long story short, I'm just telling you right now, they're lying about this. Now, the reason I bring this all up and spend so much time on this is I want you to know the truth about due process. Now they're claiming, because I interviewed Stuart Rhodes the day before, that I am somehow tied in to the insurrection or January 6th. That's a lie. I'm a reporter. I didn't attend. I told you that people shouldn't go. And I asked how peaceful it was going to be and everything else. And I had an interview with Stuart Rhodes. Uh, then here is my interview with Stuart Rhodes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Stuart Rhodes with us, oathkeepers.org. He's live on the ground in D.C. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. How you doing, Sam? I'm doing fantastic. I played a little vote fraud commercial where Barack Obama's doubling down, saying that Republicans and Democrats both commit vote fraud. Uh, and then Donald Trump's saying they commit fraud. So both sides of the aisle admits to it when they want to. Uh, they're not when they don't want to. Everybody is conjugating in D.C. for this very discussion, sir. That's right. What is it like on the ground? They're predicting violence and trouble everywhere. Well, we're not there yet. I'm actually on my way in, so I'm still outside. Just to be clear on that. Okay. But so far, from what I hear from my guy, it's quiet. We were here for the last two big rallies, and I don't expect it to be much different than that unless things go chaotic. If the uh, either one of two things happens, one, the mayor of Washington D.C. tries to you know be an idiot and curtail the right of people to, to for free speech and assembly, or if there is a really bad outcome in the uh, in the Congress and the people have just had it, so we'll see what happens. 
week. We expect to be about 3 million strong today. Um, the president will be speaking tomorrow, actually. It's going to be the critical day. So today should be pretty quiet, a lot of big rallies. But then tomorrow is a big day when we find out what's going to happen. I, I, have a, I have a bad feeling that the, the bad guys don't care what they have to do. They'll violate their own rules in the House, or McConnell, the traitor, will violate their own rules in the Senate and do whatever they have to do to rubber stamp uh, Biden. And so I think what's going to have to happen is President Trump has got to put his Lincoln hat on and invoke the Insurrection Act and uh, do the you know do the data dump and do the declassification and data dump that I've been calling for for about eight months now. That's, that's his only move. That's all he has left. The Supreme Court is full of traitors, except uh, for two, right? So, so the, the system from top to bottom and all the branches has been taken over by enemies foreign and domestic, and that's just the reality. So it's way worse than what Lincoln faced with the Civil War. This is far, far worse. So you've got people who are in the back pocket of China, either because they've been bribed, um, like the Bidens, or blackmailed, like Biden's son. So that's all over. And all, all, the, all the agencies and all the branches, the Chinese have spent money to buy these, these soulless politicians who only care about political power and, uh, and money. That's where we're at. They've put in spies. They've slept with powerful people right on up to the top. And now uh, we're being forced to deal with, deal with it. Let me ask you this. Is it possible, Stuart Rhodes, OathKeepers.org, is it possible to have the right thing happen, in other words, to defend the republic, to carry out the constitutional reality, uh, to keep peace, to stop vote fraud, uh, and stop the deep state without violence is it possible to do do you think only if president trump uses his authority as, as the president commander-in-chief and he should do it now it's a mistake to wait until tomorrow afternoon when they rubber stamp the nonsense like i said they'll violate their own rules to do it you should expect that just as the supreme court ducked its own original jurisdiction its own responsibility to hear a case of controversy between states they, they declined it even though they have no authority to decline it so the same thing will happen in the U.S. Congress. So President Trump has got to use his powers as commander-in-chief. Look at it like this. The founders made the president the commander-in-chief over the militia and the armed forces for a reason. He swore an oath to support and defend the Constitution for a reason. And there's been the Insurrection Act of 1807 for a reason. All of those are clearly constitutional powers that he must use. And there have been statutes, of course, in the, in the Constitution itself, there's the crime of treason, right? Article 3, Section 3. defines the crime of treason as making war on the United States or aiding its enemies. Well, that's what's exactly what's happening. This is unrestricted warfare, what the communist Chinese call it. You can call it fourth-generation or fifth-generation warfare. It's warfare through every other means except conflict. They knew they couldn't, couldn't defeat the United States. Hello? Uh -oh. Yep, keep going, sir. We got you. Okay. Yeah, they, they know they could not defeat the United States in open combat, so they switched gears, and for the last couple of decades, they've been undermining and subverting us from the inside out. Then you have domestic enemies, you know, the communists, who are more than happy to help, and then you just have the deep state elite who want to rule over us, and they have no problem aligning with the, uh, with the communist Chinese. All right, prediction. Uh, President Trump has been quite hesitant. There's been swirlings about it, but no real 
uh, efforts by the president. Do you think Trump has the guts to do it? Will he do it? Uh, and do you think there'll be peace? They'll know. I hope. All right, Stewart's traveling. He's breaking up a little bit. Let's see if we can get him back here real quick. Are you still there, sir? All right, shoot, I think we lost him. Are you there, Stuart? Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, look, I don't mean to be uh, offensive here about this, but what is wrong with me interviewing Stuart Rhodes the day before to try to get a handle on the ground where literally you have a liar trained by uh, Yale uh, who is the leader of an, an organization that's working with the Secret Service uh, who has kept law and order and peace across the country and venue after venue after venue with law enforcement personnel praising the Oath Keepers and thanking them for their service. What is wrong with me having that guy on the day before to say, hey, what's happening? Uh, what, 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 you know, and Stuart laying it out as he thinks best, saying, hey, it's peaceful. We hope it'll be peaceful unless they do e evil, wrong things. Uh, Stuart even uses the word insurrection behavior. Ladies and gentlemen, I submit to you that interview is almost prophetic. Lowell Nelson, CampaignForLiberty.org, with me. What do you say to that uh, interview? I don't think you could be more right on. It was almost written more for now, three years later, than it was when we did the interview. And how am I a bad guy for doing it, trying to highlight and de-escalate the situation? Well, you're not a bad guy, uh, Sam. And uh, I, I, Stuart was trying to to be there with the Oath Keepers to uh, de-escalate any situation that arose. Um, and uh, but 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 now, see, and I mean that was then. That was three years ago. And we have seen uh, over the arc of the 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 past three years, uh, the government uh, going rogue and and prosecuting. Um, individuals for for just being present on the capitol grounds um not doing anything wrong uh but but, but they want to portray this they, they want to, to to portray this as an insurrection instigated by president trump so they can put him out of the running they do not want him to run for president again because he was such a you know a stick in the mud basically in their way an obstacle to them uh, during uh, from from 2016 to 2020, um, they don't want that to happen again, and they're afraid that if he gets on the ballot, that uh, that he will win. They 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 know that there's going to be <clears throat> excuse me a lot more people looking at the elections. Um, <clears throat> they will try to cheat again, but they don't want to get caught. Um, so this this whole January 6 prosecution of innocent people, and and the failure to prosecute the actual agent provocateurs. And the curious, uh, suspicious uh, people uh, that that actually created problems and and trespassed at the Capitol. Um, it's all, in my opinion, it's all uh, calculated to to uh, uh, mar the the good name of of, of President Trump and his supporters. <clears throat> now, you may or may not agree with President Trump, but that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't that, that's neither here nor there. Uh, whether you do or don't, he and all of these innocent bystanders, they should get a fair shake. And what we're seeing today and, and over the past three years is a two-tiered justice system. And uh, this was made very plain in the uh, documentary produced by the Epoch Times 
which I just finished watching this morning, and I'm very keen on watching part two uh, later today. Um, they they want this to be a stake in the heart of the Trump uh, Make America Great Again movement, Sam, plain and simple. I couldn't agree more with you. And I and I look at this whole thing and I almost think that that interview, believe it or not, it's just almost prophetic. Literally, the word insurrection was used by Stuart Rhodes saying, look, these guys are committing an insurrection. With, with, with the way they're trying to basically take this over and not let the people get to Congress and not let the people politely, you know, have their say. The people need to be able to politely have their say. And you heard uh, Stuart at the start. He's like, you know what? It's quiet. We hope it remains peaceful. Uh, I you know, do you think it will? Well, I, I hope so, unless they do something stupid. Well, they did something stupid. They literally had agent provocateurs, so many members of the FBI infiltrating the crowd that day that they don't even know how many members they had there, according to the court. And many of them committed all kinds of insurrections. We have evidence of this left and right. Well, let's talk about the insurrection provision of the 14th Amendment, ladies and gentlemen, um, because there's a column by Adam Dick that relates directly to this that I believe is valuable to understanding. Lol. Yes, it's very informative in light of the several states that are trying to prevent Trump from appearing on the state's ballots. A little over 100 years ago, a gentleman named Victor Berger, Victor Berger, he was twice barred from joining the U.S. House of Representatives after winning election to that office. Why, you might ask, why was he barred? Well, turns out that Berger was born in Austria, immigrated to the United States as a young man. And then in 1910, he won a seat in Congress representing Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He served a, a, a two-year term. He was then defeated in, in 1912, but he remained active in what, what you would call left-wing politics. Um, maybe it was termed that way then, I don't know, but he opposed America's entry into World War I. And, and if I'd have been there at that time, I, too, would have opposed the, the, uh, the entry into World War I. But anyway, in 1918, Sam, he was convicted, along with several other socialist organizers, of having violated the Espionage Act of 1917, which effectively criminalized any criticism of the war effort. Now, you won't read that in any history book, Sam, but the Espionage Act of 1917 basically did that. It criminalized the, anybody who criticized the, the, the war effort, the World War I effort. Well, officially, Berger was found guilty of 26 disloyal acts related to a series of editorials published by the Milwaukee, Milwaukee Leader, a paper that Berger helped run, arguing against America's involvement in the war. And despite that conviction, or perhaps because of it, <laughs> Berger was elected to Congress again in 1918. His campaign called for the country to respect free speech, freedom of the press, and he continued to push for an early, general, and lasting and democratic peace. Well, <laughs> naturally, he also campaigned for a variety of terribly uh, typically terrible socialist ideas, too, like the nationalization of industries. But it was a mixed bag, right? He was against the war, and he also had some socialistic ideas. So he was a mixed bag. But the, 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 the bottom line here, Sam, is that is, uh, is, is here's where Section 3 of the 14th Amendment popped up. 
Congress refused to seat Berger <clears throat> uh, when he showed up to work in January of 1919 on the grounds that his Espionage Act conviction was tantamount to engaging in insurrection against the country. The vote was nearly unanimous, 311 to 1, with the lone dissenting vote cast by a Wisconsin Republican. So a fellow, you know, from the same state, he was, he, he was elected to serve. Um, so a special election was held in December of 1919 to, to fill the still vacant seat, and Berger won again. <laughs> right. So this is all the people of Wisconsin in his district, congressional district. They want him in Congress, but the U.S. House it, wouldn't allow him to uh, to have a seat. Um, well, again, a majority in Congress voted to block Berger from taking his seat. Well, after his conviction conviction was thrown out by the U.S. Supreme Court due to his trial judge's prejudice preventing a fair trial, um, Berger was elected in 1922 to the U.S. House and was seated without controversy and, and was re-elected again in 24 and in 26. <laughs> so it's interesting that the U.S. Supreme Court came along and they threw out his conviction and then he was and then the U.S. House was was OK to have him there in the House with them. Now, notably, there was no court or state election official that kept Berger from running from office. You know, this is the case with Trump nowadays, right? The only barrier came from the House that has a history of exercising broader discretion over its membership. And this broader discretion <clears throat> does originate in the Constitution, Article 1, Section 5, which provides that the U.S. House and the U.S. Senate shall each, quote, be the judge of the elections, returns, and qualifications of its own members and may, with the concurrence of two-thirds, expel a member, end of quote. Well, so it seems to me, Sam, that, that uh, Trump grows in popularity every time a state pops up in the news saying that he cannot appear on the ballot in that state. But this is, historically speaking, the first time that the, executive, the executives of a state are preventing a person from appearing on the ballot. This this incident 100 years ago, uh, the executives did not prevent Berger from appearing on the ballot, but the U.S. House of Representatives prevented him from being seated. Sam? All I can tell you is this. Um, we've got to understand due process of law law, what, what, what's really not happening in modern time right now, whether it's me whether it's Stuart Rhodes, whether it's Ammon Bundy, whether it's you, whether it's anybody, they're not following due process of law. They're literally saying Donald Trump's guilty of an insurrection uh, without evidence. He hasn't been charged with anything, much less convicted. How can they literally with a straight face say this kind of stuff? And I think this article by Adam Dick really highlights this kind of point. First off, I'm not so sure that, our, um, that the Amendment 14 to the Constitution or whatever you want to say um, – literally uh, can change the law to that degree, number one, um, because what was the case before that, right? So you, you got to kind of look at this and go, they're manipulating this till the cows come home. It's, it's, it's literal rogue government corruption at the highest levels without evidence, without due process is their deal. And, and look, what evidence is there against Donald Trump? I have plenty of evidence that he didn't commit an insurrection, but what evidence do they have? Uh, and, and they really don't have any except for hype. 
and media manipulation and withholding of evidence. Lol. Yeah, that's exactly right, Sam. Uh, for example, the 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 problems, the trespasses at the Capitol building began before uh, Trump finished speaking. So there was a uh, you know a, a, a throng of people um, listening to President Trump, which was about a mile away from the Capitol, and the trespasses against the Capitol building began to occur while Trump was still addressing the large crowd. Uh, you know, thousands and thousands of people were listening to Trump. Well, these agent provocateurs were over at the Capitol, and they began beating down the windows. They broke some windows, um, and 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 the, all of that began happening long before, uh, you know, Trump finished speaking. And so uh, this becomes very clear in the documentary produced by the Epoch Times. Um, and 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 so to your point that. Uh, that Trump has not been charged with, let alone being convicted of insurrection. That is spot on. And and that's that's one difference with this Berger, this Victor Berger in 1912, uh, uh, let's see, 1914. Anyway, he was convicted in, um, he, he was actually convicted of having violated the Espionage Act of 1917, right? And so that he was convicted in 1918. Um, and and but 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 there again, he was still able to appear on the ballot, uh, and that's very different from today's situation where Trump has not been convicted of anything, let alone being charged uh, with insurrection. That's simply not the case here. Sam, I don't. I just don't know how to respond to this. Um, what I mean by that is we're just we're just not getting the truth enough to even candidly deal with issues at this point. The mainstream press is so in the tank for the government to where we can't, you know, literally get any evidence. Let me give you an example. This lieutenant governor or not lieutenant governor. Wow. This lieutenant, this police guy, Lieutenant Bird, he claimed that he was getting shot at before he murdered Ashley Babbitt. But it turns out that he didn't make that claim till a minute after he killed her. And it turns out, in fact, no shots were fired at Bird or his fellow officers. The lawsuit by Judicial Watch and Aaron Babbitt, the husband, alleges now a $30 million lawsuit backed by Judicial Watch. That's not small potatoes. That changed the game. Uh, and, and I look at this and I go, how can this be happening three years later? Meanwhile, we're trying to take Donald off the pallet. Um, yeah, we have gone so rogue in this country, lol, to where I don't know what we the people can do now to get it back, though. Like, I care. I speak out about this publicly. So do you. But what actions can we take unless Congress, uh, unless Mike Johnson and Congress are going to take action? I don't know what we're going to be able to do. But you've got Bill Clinton and the Jeffrey Epstein files now saying, I love them young. That's a witness talking about he loves the little girls. Uh, you've got more evidence about uh, Bill Clinton alleged rapes everywhere. You've got Joe Biden and the border leaking like a sieve. That could be an insurrection. But again, none of the conservatives move forward with prosecution or action. They just talk. And the Democrats are literally throwing all the good guys in jail and letting the bad guys run free about the cabin. I mean, it's, it, it's literally crazy. And now they're literally trying to tie me to that insurrection. I mean, I don't know who stood against that kind of behavior of violence and, and, and these kind of things more than, than me. Is there anybody that speaks out so plainly and boldly about de-escalation? I'm not saying there's not others, but I'm certainly one of them, right? Absolutely right, Sam. 
you've always been a voice of, of caution and one of peace and, and one of, of working uh, with the appropriate government authorities, um, you know, such as your county sheriff and so forth, um, to, um, it, you know, enforce the law to keep the peace. Uh, you've spoken out for peace officers um, for, for as long as I can remember, Sam. Um, and uh, so I, I, I think it's uh, it's just very, very backwards, but right in line with what's been happening over the past three years for them to claim that you, you know, are, you know, seditionist. It's crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, hang tight. We've got a whole lot more for you. Sam Bushman, uh, Lowell Nelson on your radio campaign for liberty.org doing a phenomenal job. Uh, hang tight. We are live for January 6th. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Tim Berg. Former President Donald Trump appealed the Colorado Supreme Court's decision removing him from the ballot to the U.S. Supreme Court. The high court quickly agreed to decide the case. Kentucky Republican Senator Rand Paul agrees with the court's decision. Without question, the Supreme Court has to hear it. When I hear that it's going to be uh, almost a month, though, until the hearing and perhaps longer to the ruling, I'm concerned that even that's too long. I think there needs to be an emergency injunction to shut down any of the states that are wanting to do this. President Biden and former President Donald Trump both hit the campaign trails on Friday as the 2024 presidential election heats up. Arkansas Republican Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders joins Fox News to discuss how red states are doing ahead of the election. States like Arkansas and other red states across the country continue uh, to excel and do well. I think this bodes very well for the election coming up in November. Uh, I think President Trump is on track. I think there is such a great contrast to what is happening in blue states led by Democrat governors. New revelations from another Jeffrey Epstein document dump. USA's Laura Winters with the details. The third batch of Jeffrey Epstein documents unsealed. The new public documents allege Epstein and his associates would target and troll nightclubs looking for teenage girls. Also, new details about Prince Andrew. His butler alleges he received daily massages at Epstein's home in Palm Beach, Florida. And we learn Epstein invoked the Fifth Amendment 500 times during a deposition in 2016. And he dodged questions about former President Bill Clinton and the Clinton Foundation. A winter storm is bringing a mix of rain and snow to New York and Washington, D.C., while Boston could get at least six inches of snow. This is USA News. I've got a unique vacation idea for you that's right here in the United States. If you're ready for a vacation that's fun and downright affordable, listen up. It's driving distance for many of you, so no planes, no airline delays, no hassles. It's Branson, Missouri, the entertainment capital of the Midwest. Live music for everyone. Branson has three beautiful, enormous lakes, water attractions, live shows, great food, and tons of entertainment. It's a perfect vacation for you and your family, or if you're retired and you want to have a great time. And you can stay in Branson. 
Branson for as low as $99 a night. Please understand, this is not a timeshare offer. It's a real vacation for as little as $99 a night. We've got a free vacation guide we want to send you right now. All you have to do is call for complete details. Get your free Branson, Missouri guide right now by calling this number. 800-399-4215. That's 800-399-4215. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman here. I've got Lowell Nelson, CampaignForLiberty.org, with me on your radio, RonPaulInstitute.org, doing a phenomenal job. We played a little bit of that interview I did with Stuart Rhodes. I didn't realize I've got to kind of clean it up because he was dropping out as he was traveling to the event and everything else. I've got to clean up that interview. I'll try to play it in the next several days in its entirety. I should have had this all prepared well in advance, uh, but it's a long story. I, I just don't have it all done. There's just too many things to do. I've got my day job. It's just, Wow. But I want to read to you my notes. If you go to LibertyRoundTable.com and you look up the show, January 5th, 2021, hour one, you will see that I interviewed Stuart Rhodes. And you can listen to that interview and you can read my show notes. But I want to highlight my show notes. When I said this was kind of prophetic, it's really interesting. So the article we were just talking about was written by Adam Dick. And it basically says the insurrection provision of the 14th Amendment. Now. When Stuart was on, the day before January 6th all went down, here's what we talked about in my show notes. Listen carefully. Uh, Sam interviews Stuart Rhodes on January 5th, 2021, the day before it all went down. Headline, guest Stuart Rhodes, president and founder of Oath Keepers. 
deploying to D.C. to protect events, speakers, and attendees on January 5th and 6th. Time to stand is what we said. So the whole reason Stuart Road was there and the whole reason that I interviewed him was their goal at OathKeepers.org was, listen, deploy to D.C. to protect events, speakers, and attendees on January 5th and 6th. That's why they were there. The problem is they got sideways and couldn't get it done. Agent provocateurs derailed them from that peaceful, intentional mission to which I had Stuart Rhodes speak about. And what Stuart Rhodes did on the broadcast, here's my note from that day, warns January 6th will be disaster for Trump if Donald Trump doesn't use the Insurrectionist Act to stop it. Stuart Rhodes says he has a duty to invoke the Insurrection Act. And so you think about that along with Adam Dick's column, the insurrection provision of, uh, okay. So now Donald did not use the Insurrection Act, which he should have. He should have said this is insane. Uh, it's gone off the rails. And we need to bring peace to the, right now. Now, Donald Trump did authorize the National Guard, but it got turned down by Nancy Pelosi. Donald Trump did tell everybody go, to go home. They took that down off Twitter and lied and pretended that he didn't say that. Stuart Rhodes was brought there, involved with the Secret Service in an effort to keep the peace. They were never given the chance. Now Stuart Rhodes in prison for 18 years, and they're coming after me for interviewing him. And my whole point was, hey, this could get rowdy. We better be prepared. We better do our best to stop that. And Stuart Rhodes going into D.C. to try to de-escalate the situation. Deploying to D.C. to protect events, right? Okay, and now they're saying that I am somehow guilty of being involved in, as an insurrectionist. Stuart Rhodes warning that Donald Trump needed to use that act. Since Donald failed now, all this is coming against us. I think Donald Trump should have done that. When it all happened, he should have said, I'm president. I'm taking over. This is a national emergency. Uh, we're not going to let the Capitol Police do what they're going to do. Donald should have taken action. But he peacefully, innocently tried to say, let's just go home then. If it's going to get rowdy, stop, please stop, go home. Jacob Chansley literally reported that. We have video of him highlighting the tweet where Donald said, go home. And now, Lil Nelson, they buried that evidence. But it's come out now. What do you say to all that? Well, I'd like to highlight um, the fact that the Oath Keepers who were there actually assisted the police the Capitol Police. Uh, there and there's three... video evidence to prove it. That's exactly right. And this came out in the documentary produced by the Epoch Times, and uh, which I've been watching this week. Um, and, and, and again, I want to, to encourage everybody to watch that. It's called The Real Story of January 6th. It's a documentary, hour and 45 minutes. And it came out uh, months ago. But a second uh, part to this called Part 2, the long road home is uh, premiering today, tonight, and uh, so you want to watch both of those. But, but certainly, um, and, and and so on the first documentary, the part one, 
um, they it, it became very clear that the Oath Keepers were there. And there were three times, three specific times that they highlighted in the documentary where the Oath Keepers were invited. They were asked. They were, the police pled with them to have, for help, and the Oath Keepers helped. Uh, two of the three I remember. One was where... Um, they, they, the, the uh, police officer came out uh, out of the Capitol and, and begged them to, to come inside to help get some officers out because they were under siege. I, you know, they were they, they couldn't bring them out peacefully, apparently. And so the Oath Keepers went in and they escorted the, the police officers out of the Capitol. And and uh, the video evidence shows that many of the the Trump supporters who were outside the Capitol were thanking the police for being there as they exited the building. So that was just one of the three cases where the Oath Keepers stood up and 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 responded uh, affirmatively to requests for help by the Capitol Police uh, who were there. Now, uh, so that just underscores the. The fact that the Oath Keepers were there not to to uh, do any harm to anybody uh, or to the to the country, but simply to to be there to protect people and to preserve the peace. Sam. Now, in my interview, I talked about Stuart Rhodes and he said, you know what, we're here if Trump should call on us. They left their guns on the other side of the river because they knew that they didn't want to create a, a, a law issue. Or a concern, you know, the debate is, is it really the law that you can't have your guns? But, you know, they've got that in D.C. going on. But they left their guns on the other side of the river, proving their peaceful intent and less called upon. So I, I don't know how to frame this more, but we're being absolutely lied to. Stuart Rhodes is facing 18 years. Now, the guy Ray Epps, which who, he's on video, literally creating an insurrection. You can see him doing it. You've got him on record literally saying, we're going into the Capitol no matter what anybody says. People called him a fad. Uh, okay, and then he literally is whispering in people's ears and r- r- taking down barricades and doing all these different things. And Ray Epps, they're thinking about possibly giving him six months after tons of backlash. And the, the guy that killed Ashley Babbitt walks free. We have got to get a handle on this in America or we're in trouble. They're going to take the foreign wars and create domestic wars, and the whole world's going to be in war and upheaval if we're not very careful indeed. And I talked to Stuart Rhodes about that, and the goal was to say, how do we de-escalate this thing? And Stuart Rhodes recommended the day before it all went down that, hey, Donald Trump needs to use the Insurrection Act to stop it if it gets crazy. Stuart Rhodes warns Jan 6th will be disaster for Trump if the Insurrection Act is not invoked. Boy, howdy, was he prophetic on my radio program. Now, here's the point. Stuart Rhodes is saying that the same tactics being used against Stuart are being used against Donald now. And if we're not very careful about this insurrection provision of the 14th Amendment, we're going to be in serious trouble. Donald might be in jail. They'll manipulate the elections. They'll commit election fraud. Vivek Ramaswamy literally saying on the ground right now in Iowa, CNN's committing election fraud. Wow, ladies and gentlemen. So here's the question. There's a real problem with our foreign policy, but I submit to you the same tactics are starting to become domestic policies as well. Ronald Reagan once said the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Well, now we're seeing this in spades, but let's talk about this in relation to foreign policy, because I'm convinced that foreign and domestic policy is going to merge 
They're going to basically use um, the violation of due process. They're going to call everybody enemy combatants. Everybody will be treated like they're in wartime. This does not look good, Lowell. Well, this is uh, certainly a slippery slope. We are sliding into tyranny. This is the, um, we're, we're in the death throes, really, of, of this slide into tyranny. This is how tyrants gain power. And I'm not just saying a single tyrant, but when you've got the Justice Department, the, D, uh, the, the FBI, and other uh, rogue agencies going rogue and wep being weaponized against the American people, then you have what we have today. Well, in, in, in the first weekend in December, so just a month ago, our defense secretary, Lloyd Austin, he explained to the American people what's, what's wrong with U.S. foreign policy. Now, you and I, Sam, we both agree there's something really wrong with U.S. foreign policy. But, uh, that, 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 but Lloyd Austin did not give the same reasons that you and I would give as to what is wrong with the U.S. foreign policy. You know, he, he didn't say that the U.S. standing in the world is damaged because of our spending 20 years in Afghanistan fighting the Taliban. Austin Lloyd did not say the problem stemmed from the neocon lies about Iraq's uh, weapons of mass destruction that led to over a million civilian deaths in that country. Uh, he did not say the problem ar arose because Washington, D.C. has taken more than 150 billion people from the American people to fight a proxy war with Russia through Ukraine. He didn't say any of those things, Sam. What did he? Well, what did he say, you might ask? The real problem with UN, U.S. foreign policy, he said, is us, you and me, Sam, and the American people. <laughs> According to Secretary Austin, non-interventionists who advocate an American retreat from responsibility, quote-unquote, are the ones destabilizing the world, not the endless neocon wars. Austin said the U.S. must, con quote, U.S. must continue to play the role of global military hegemon, policemen of the world, because the world will only become more dangerous if tyrants and terrorists believe that they can get away with wholesale aggression and mass slaughter, end of quote. Holy cow, Sam, so you're spot on because, you know, the trend that we saw over the last three years about prosecuting the innocent people on January 6th is now, uh, we've just heard it in spades last month from the lips of, of Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. He's explaining to us that the U.S. foreign policy, what's really wrong with it is us, the citizens, the non-interventionists, the people who are trying to, to you know, begging Congress not to, to go to war, right? Not to be involved in, uh, around the world as the policemen of the world. It's, it's super crazy, Sam. Um, but, uh, it, 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 but you're right. It's, it's, it's a mirror image of what's happening domestically. It, and and that's that's what's happening with, with U.S. foreign policy. Uh, we are the ones who are the, to to blame for the problems with U.S. foreign policy. Sam, it's just backwards, totally backwards. It's backwards. The problem is, I see it getting worse. Though I see a merger, to a great degree, Lowell, of the way citizens are being treated domestically now, like enemy combatants. You don't get due process. We find out Stuart Rhodes was working with the Secret Service. 
We find out that they lied about where people were reporting on Stuart Rhodes' actions, and they lied about where they were. We find out that he was working with the Secret Service. We find out all these things. They try to tie me to it. And now my notes literally highlight Stuart's whole purpose for being there, to be peaceful. And they literally now try to use that against me? I mean, I'm just saying, this is just too much. It is just shocking about how uh, really abusive it really is. Uh, And this foreign policy, I think, you know, they started to basically, instead of uh, having war, declared or not, they kind of got into this vague thing, now we're at war all the time, whether it's declared or not. And then they start treating Mm -hmm. people like wartime, so everybody's an enemy combatant, not due process of law for people. And now they're moving forward and creating this domestic threat, domestic terrorist, domestic whatever, extremist, this and that. And now the domestics are being treated literally like wartime. When they literally say Sam Bushman is guilty of insurrection or guilty of aiding and abetting that agenda or fueling Stewart or funding Stuart Rhodes with violent activity and everything else, you look at my 25-plus years in radio and you will find nothing, zero, that promotes violence. Okay, I'm the de-escalation guy. I'm the guy that says we don't even want a revolution unless it's a Jesus revolution. Uh, You know, go watch the movie to see what I'm talking about, bringing people to Christ. Other than that, I want a peaceful restoration, restoring the rule of law. And they say I'm anti-government, but I want to restore the proper rule of government, lol. Anyway, I don't mean to make this about me, but the reason I'm focusing on this so much is this is what they're going to be doing to you. I'm just on the front lines is all. You want to respond to that, lol? Yeah, you're exactly right, Sam. And it's, um, uh, you know, the we talked about Vic, Victor Berger's situation in 1918 when he was convicted of having violated the Espionage Act of 1917. That act, all it did was criminalize anybody who criticized the war effort, right? So if you're against World War One, and and you happen to write an editorial that's published in a newspaper then you are now guilty of having violated the Espionage Act of 1917. Um, well, the very thing—it's the very same thing today, right? With with Trump and anybody who was there January 6th in support of law and order, right? Of a peaceful return to election integrity. Well, that was the essence of the of the uh, of the rally. Um, if if you're for any of those things, then you must be, you know, an insurrectionist because you are there to stop Congress from counting the votes, right? From talking about and evaluating the, the, the veracity of the votes cast by each of the states. And, um, and, and, and obviously, I mean, the logical person, no logical person would ever make that connection. But the reason why the the dark side of, of um, you know the, the uh, of our society is being successful is because they have the lamestream media on their side, and so that's all you hear is just the one side of the story. They omit the real facts, and they just pound this lie over and over on the airwaves and over the TV, and um, and so a lot of people who are asleep at the switch here, they're the ones being duped into believing that January 6th was the insurrection and that the Oath Keepers were bad and that Sam Bushman's an insurrectionist. It's all falsehood, but it's being promulgated by the lamestream media. Sam? 
Well, we're to the point where, and I don't know how to get the word out on different things enough. I don't have the money. I don't have the ability. I'm, I, I can only make my footprint as big as I can without, you know, money and support or whatever. And I'm not just, you know, begging for money from everybody. That's not my point here. My point is we have got to wake up the people, though. If the people understood the truth, okay, then we wouldn't be in this bind. Look, I don't see how anybody can make any case that Sam Bushman is violent or an insurrectionist. There is zero evidence. And you know what? You can't make those kind of claims against me like that. But they can because they just say you're a celebrity. We can say anything we want about you. Slander, libel, doesn't matter. The rules are different for you. And I don't have any money to go after them and do anything about it. So, look, the rogue government is guilty of without evidence, clear, intentional violations of due process. If you say I'm an insurrectionist, look, I want you to prove it and file charges. Okay, they haven't even done that for President Trump. And they're trying to kick him off the ballot. And now Vivek Raswami is saying for CNN is committing election uh, or integrity issues. CNN is trying to, quote, rig the Iowa GOP caucus. Censorship, cherry-picking polls, and legal threats are just the mainstream press's latest tactics. This kind of stuff is happening, Lowell. And that's why I say that the same actions are happening domestically. We are literally been going around the world for decades, creating insurrections in nations all over the all over the world, overthrowing dictatorships, overthrowing uh, legitimate governments, whatever, just wreaking our will and our havoc. Now we're starting to do that to our own people in the several states. The pattern is uh, foreign. The carrying out now is mirroring in the domestic world. I don't know really, really how to say it any more than that, but I will say this. There are people gathering to make a difference. There are people trying to set the record straight. I'm one of them. Lowell's one of them. And our dear friends over at Eagle Forum Utah is one of them. They're having an event today. I couldn't make it. I've got a, a lot of events. I fly out tomorrow, and I'm swamped. I can't go. Neither can Lowell. But we want to highlight this really quick. There are people working on doing things about this, Lowell. Well, that's right, Sam. The Utah Eagle Forum is holding their annual convention today. Um, they're up, up, up in Salt Lake City. Um, well, actually, it's out at the airport, I believe the Hilton uh, at the airport. Anyway, they have a great lineup of speakers. Uh, Dr. James Lindsay, uh, Keith Freeman, uh, Chris Oldman, Paul Allen, Mike Schultz. They've got uh, U.S. Senator Mike Lee. They've got uh, the Congressman uh, Burgess Owens, uh, Celeste Malloy here from Utah, State Treasurer Marlo Oaks, a former Congressman Rob Bishop. I'm just going down the list here. Congressman John Curtis, Congressman Blake Moore, Utah Senator Ron Winterton, Utah Representative Phil Lyman, to name the headliners of this, you know, uh, uh, visiting, uh, uh, with, you know, talking at this conference. The topics, here are the topics, Sam. Li listen to these topics. Utah's food supply, the war in Israel, defunding the United Nations, education, CRT, defining what is a woman, artificial intelligence, porn in schools, central bank digital currency, um, what you can do to prepare and help save America, SEL, and many, many other important issues. I wish I was two people so I could be there and also be here, Sam. That's that's how much uh, I, 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 I pick up on the importance of these issues. So Utah Eagle Forum, annual convention today, all day uh, at the airport Hampton Inn, 
um, right next to the airport, the Hampton Inn next to the airport. Sam, it goes from 8.30 this morning, 6 p.m. tonight. If you're hearing this and can make it to that convention, please go. You will not be um, disappointed, Sam. And is it utahegleforum.org? It's, yes, utahegleforum.org. All right, check that out, ladies and gentlemen. But look, as I look at that list of topics and speakers, they're really looking at everything in America that relates to morality and religion. When, it, when you look at that list, morality and religion takes care of all of it, doesn't it, Lowell? Yeah, it absolutely does, Sam. You're right. And, and I bring that up because, again, this is the peaceful intent. At the end of the interview that I did with Stuart Rhodes, we say, look, we want to restore the republic peacefully in the traditions of our founding fathers. Sam Bushman, Stuart Rhodes. That's how we end the interview. My notes say that he's there to try to help de-escalate and keep the peace. And now he's in prison for 18 years, and they're trying to sick the FBI and the Justice Department on me. Folks, I'm telling you right now, uh, does it have to be you before you're awake to the problem? I don't know who said this, but somebody wise said, you know, you don't really realize the, the gravity of the situation until it's you. Uh, and and, and I, so I don't want this to be about me, but I, I want to highlight that, look, I'm on the front line to this reporting all this to you. I'm the guy telling you, look, go look at the other side of the story that the Epoch Times has put together at 830 tonight Eastern with their second um, delivery on their documentary. It's a two-part documentary series highlighting really the truth of the matter on January the 6th. It's taken them three years and a lot of money to build that and put that out. I'm paying for it, and I'm watching it to help support the effort and the cause. But there's very few people willing to really report and double down and stand for this. I'm still standing with Stuart Rhodes. I say he's not guilty. I say they criminally manipulated evidence against him. They violated due process. They're treating him as an enemy combatant. His attorney now, they threw in a mental institution because she was speaking out too much and using her phone calls and everything else to tell the truth, and they couldn't stand it, so they threw her in a mental institution now. Did you hear about that, Lowell? No, I did not hear about that. All right, so there you have it. Kelly is her name, uh, and she's literally now in a mental institution. They say she can't, uh, she doesn't have the mental capacity to stand trial. The problem is they've got hours and hours and hours with her as an attorney speaking out and explaining the situation. Why not, if you're so confident that she's a loon, then release those hours of discussion between her and the FBI and the Justice Department as to the reality of the situation. Why don't they release that information? See, when she's in a mental institution, it guarantees that we won't hear from her at all, Lowell. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible, Sam. But the good news is more people are standing up than ever before. We, there's, there's more people waking up than, than ever before, Sam. So, Amen. Uh, I, I pray every day for that good men and women will stand up for truth and righteousness, Sam. Amen to that. And the best news of all is Jesus Christ lives. And as a result, we can turn to God Almighty. And if we repent and turn to him, he promises us biblically that he will heal our land and protect us. What more do you want? than that from a loving Heavenly Father and His Son's sacrifice for us, huh? What a blessing that is. And the know we win in the end is the most comforting piece of all. Lowell, thank you, sir. Great work. We appreciate you. We'll chat Monday. Good to be with you, Sam. Looking forward to it. There he goes. Lowell Nelson, CampaignForLiberty.org, always doing a phenomenal job. I'm Sam Bushman, LovingLiberty.net. Get the latest phone app at the Apple Store. Our new phone app is incredible. Check it out. LovingLiberty.net. God save the republic.